Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest with us here today on the I Drink From Skulls podcast. He does deals through reels. He does videos for the bros. He's the king of content, Mr. Connor Inch. Great to be here, Matt. Thank you. That was uh, quite possibly the best intro I've ever had, so thanks for that. If nothing else, I tell people I have tremendous hair and I don't do a terrible intro. So there we go. <laughs> Two very true statements. There we go. I love it. Let's go. I drink from skulls. Drink from the skulls of my enemies. Well, for the benefit of everyone watching along, my good man, who the hell is Connor Inch? Oh, man. Uh, well, that could be uh, a very long podcast, a boring podcast in itself. So I'll cut it right down. The stuff you need to know, my background is in copywriting. So I spent four years working as a direct response copywriter, uh, worked for some really, really big brands. And I transitioned into content creation at the start of this year, done for you content creation, video content specifically, so reels, shorts, and things like that. And yeah, we basically, from start to finish, help people create their content, uh, video content, come up with the topics, do it completely scriptless, which would perhaps talk about later and write the copy and post it for them so in a nutshell that is what i do i love it man but why video why why'd you make the move from copywriting and for people who don't know what copywriting is it is writing the words that make people feel warm and fuzzy or take action it's for good stuff but why video yeah good question it was kind of a natural progression so i'd noticed there's, there's a few reasons i moved to video uh, but i noticed the trend towards video so a lot of my copy work started becoming script writing. People wanted scripts done, they wanted VSLs, they wanted short ads, uh, and more and more content as well. There were So I kind of saw that as the the future. The big problem I noticed as a copywriter was I'd, ha I'd have these visions of how an ad should look, or how a video should look, sorry. And then the client would shoot the video and they'd be awkward on screen. They wouldn't read the scripts properly. Uh, and it just would not come out how I thought it should come out. So yeah, that kind of is, I thought, well, I'm doing all these scripts. Uh, I enjoy video. I have these visions in my head. I have these ideas and not quite coming up properly. So maybe I can offer a service where we can really nail that stuff uh, and, and get it right. And I think as well, video is the future. You just got to look at the stats of like TikTok, Reels, Shorts, all of that. They are getting watched more. Uh, I think as a people's uh, attention spans kind of fade away, those kind of short videos are becoming more royal, uh, important as well. Yeah, I love that. That's the thing, the emergence of TikTok, YouTube shorts. It's a, you know, Facebook's doing it heavy to stay in competition. IG reels, like that is where it's at, video content. And interestingly for anyone else who, who wants to dig a little deeper, TikTok may have used to been about trending videos and doing silly dances and wearing next to no clothes and shaking your ass. But nowadays it's completely changed, hey? Yeah. I mean, you can still do that stuff if you're that way inclined. If you, you know, I think... People pay good money to see Matt Smith doing that. But uh, no, no, in all seriousness, it's uh, as long as you don't spend... Uh, so my business is creating content for social media, right? That's that's what I do. But I try not to spend too much time in there doing the wrong stuff, getting yeah. distracted. So as long as you're not... You're going into social media with, with the right intentions of, I guess, promoting your business, but also building relationships, getting to know people, giving value, as opposed to just doom scrolling for hours on end. In that scenario, I think TikToks for, can be very valuable. Uh, I know people in the high ticket niche that are closing, you know, 10, 15K packages through TikTok, you know, yeah. that's where they're getting the leads from. So absolutely don't sleep on TikTok. All sorts of niches. I mean, even like the roofing space and stuff, there's there's people on TikTok that are they're getting a good following, right? So people follow them on TikTok, they find out more about them, and that's where the relationship starts. I think that's where TikTok is quite powerful. So, mate, let's dig a little bit deeper into video, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Just in your experience, is there like a best practices or is there like a, a guide that people can follow to ensure that their videos don't suck and that they have better impact with them? Absolutely. 
So there's kind of these, there's a few gurus teaching uh, to just pump out content, you know, be everywhere. Um, one, one that comes to mind is Alex Hormozzi. Now, I actually like Alex Hormozzi because he's telling people, um, he's not telling people to do that, but he does that himself. He's actually told people uh, not to copy what he does because it won't work for you. And that's the problem is, is these other gurus are kind of saying, you need to copy Alex Hormozzi, you need to do what he's doing. And they're just creating these soulless, bland videos that, yeah, they, they give you a bit of a dopamine hit when you get views, but they're not really doing anything to drive the business forward, especially in saturated markets. So... Yeah, I think authenticity is going to be the key when it comes to creating video moving forwards. Uh, that's doing it the right way. So not just creating a bunch of scripts on AI, right? And reading them off on like motivational topics that, like I said, just fuel a little bit of dopamine, but don't do anything to drive the brand forwards. So yeah, definitely avoid that kind of stuff. I think the, yeah, the best stuff is connecting with people on a personal level. So you can talk about boring topics, but put your own spin on it, your own uniqueness on it, if that makes sense. I definitely think that works well. So because uh, there's only only so many things you can talk about, whether that's, you know, in the roofing space, you talk about the different types of roofs. Uh, it was in the marketing world, you're talking about marketing principles. You know, there's there's only so many subjects you can talk about, but your uniqueness and your brand and your personality and the way you view things, uh, that's unique to you. And that's what you've got to leverage in, in your, across all content, short form video, written, whatever content you do. I, I truly believe that's what you've got to leverage. Did you find that your copywriting skills directly related to video? Like, did it did it help in any way? How do you mean? Or like as an example, did you find that directly speaking to people in a funny, interesting, exciting way that grabs attention was helpful for video? Like were the skills relatable? Yeah, absolutely. So a big example in the copywriting world is emails. Um, You get a lot of big brands that just write very corporate and boring emails and they make next to no money from emails. And then you've got people with very small email lists, but they're really personality driven, entertaining, interesting emails that are unique and different. Uh, and, And they're making, you know, six, seven figures uh, a month in some cases just from sending out a few emails a week because they are personality driven they're interesting and i think that yeah copy video any market though the same things apply right as, as the market becomes more saturated and everyone's saying the same thing you become different by being you and being you can also be your brand right it doesn't have to be your brand doesn't have to be built around you it can be your brand identity so the thing you know these gurus that preach let's just copy hormozy or copy you know whoever's doing let's get all this content out there but they're not talking about what goes on behind the scenes. Like with Alex Hormozzi, he's been open and upfront. Don't copy me, it won't work. The reason why, he has a team. He has someone filming him 24-7 pretty well. Maybe not 24-7, but most hours of the day. He has a whole production team. He has a team that posts for him. Like I, I believe he said he's spending at least 20K a week on content creation. And he's modeled some of the best people in, in each different social media platform to get the best results. Like... So if you're going to try and like emulate that, it's not going to work for you. But what he does say that works, and this is something that you've helped me with personally, is being yourself, having a strong message, being unique, not just talking about the one thing all the time, your business. You know, if you if that's all you do, people will switch off. But it's about connecting with people through your values, through your uniqueness, having a bit of humor, a bit of family stuff. That's what that that type of mix is what works well. Is that right? Yeah, hundred percent agree. So for Alex as well, you've got to remember he's, he's known in the industry, he's established in the industry. He's been a pioneer of a lot of things, right? So the average yeah. person is, doesn't have the clout that he has. So yeah, absolutely. You want to be talking about other things. And, and it's funny because the stuff that's not work-related uh, is still going to build and nurture that relationship with people. I kind of see it as like the, these short videos as, and, and people describe it in a different way. 
Some people see it as a way to get people into your sphere in the first place, which I agree, especially with TikTok, for example. That is one part of it. But these yeah. videos are also like when you're creating video content, it's nurturing. It's like an email nurture sequence for, for any marketers listening. You know, That's like you're building a relationship with people over time because they're consuming your videos. It's like a lead magnet on steroids, right? Because a lead magnet, someone downloads a PDF that they never read. Great. Awesome. Whereas if they start following you and start consuming like a minute here, a minute here, a minute here, before you know it, they've consumed 30, 40 minutes of your content, they're kind of micro micro doses of your content and they've seen your personality they've connected with you because you've got a family or you've got kids or, or you're single and you're a baller and you're driving a lambo whatever it is that connects with your audience they've seen that and they feel like they know you and they trust you they like you uh, and they're kind of primed to to buy from you at that by that point it's opening things up a little bit here like trying to copy people that have big teams that's a really hard thing to do but where could yep. where could someone start like where how could someone start creating some content that's actually going to resonate with people. What would you recommend there? Yeah, good question. It's kind of hard to give a one size fits all answer, right? Because every situation is different. But I guess a few fundamentals you can think of is what does your audience want to hear about? That's the first place to start. And then tying that in with you. So you've got to talk about what your audience wants to hear about, but it also needs to be authentic from you. So you've got to find that sweet spot of authenticity and kind of giving them what they want. So I think that's definitely one place to start. Look at their dreams, their hopes, their fears, those things and speak to them. Desire is a good one to speak to as well. And then just being authentically you. I think stuff you do that you might think is boring is actually super interesting to other people. So take you, Matt, for example, the fact that you you work with your wife, right? That's super interesting to a lot of people. There's a lot of people that would aspire to that. There's people like me that couldn't imagine anything worse than that. <laughs> But it's still something to talk about that is, you know, it's interesting and, yeah. and that's personal. So talking about your kids, like like you've said already, I think giving actionable tips is good as well, but it's it's good to pepper that in with other stuff, right? Because you risk becoming like a guru teacher and no one really wants to be taught anything. Though. So when you do teach, do it occasionally, give them something that's actually useful and of value and do it in an entertaining, quick, concise way. So you're not lecturing them, you're just giving them something tangible. So whether that is... A framework that you use for copywriting, for example, or uh, a quick way to close more clients in your roofing and contracting business. Um, you know, this the, the the sentence you can use that doubles your sales, stuff like that. It hooks people in because it's interesting. You know, it's appealing to their desires, but it's also actually giving them something of use that they can go out and use. That also helps establish you as an authority, right? It's doing lots of things in that, you know, that 40, 40 second to 60 second clip. Can, you can achieve a lot in that that short period of time, you know, creating creating authority. Uh, establishing trust, giving something of value, um, and that no like and trust factor, that authenticity. You know, there's lots going on in, in a very short clip. Done right. <laughs> yeah. And then just the volume of it, hey, like if there's, mo you know, there's a good variety of content. That's something I've noticed with my videos that you've you've made with me. Um, you know, I'll speak to someone. I, I'm all about organic content. And that's our only... Uh, attraction method we we do content and people follow along and engage with us but the cool thing that i've noticed after i do a consult call um or you know i might get shouted out in a, in a facebook group as some as being recommended guess what they do next they go and look at all my content and whilst it just used to be funny memes and silly things and great results there wasn't a ton of like actionable value uh, but now there is now there is and um, it's it's been so interesting where I'm doing a sales call and they quote me, <laughs> quote me on some of the things I said. I'm like, oh, well, you said you'd do this. Can I go and speak to three people? Like, absolutely. Because I know no one else is doing that. So it just it further positions you 
Um, and it, it's been so powerful. That one thing I've noticed with content, I've tried a few different models, tried doing it myself, um, and the quality was never there. We, you know, we've always done well with it, but it wasn't wasn't consistent enough. Because um, the one thing I know about being a very busy business person, or dare I say it, entrepreneur, is that time time is hard to come by. And if you don't schedule it and you don't plan it for your content, it just isn't going to happen. So I've tried videographers, and it was always difficult to you know, have, get, get a good volume of content done versus the time that I do have available. But I, I recognize and understand the value of, of having great content. It's where you need to be right now, any industry. And that's when, you know, I met yourself and you started talking to me about what you do and how you put it together. So I'd love to hear more about, you know, I know this is a bit long-winded, but the pains and struggles that you see with a business owner who knows and understands that they need content but they feel like they don't have enough time. They don't know what to say. Like these are the big problems with creating content. Most people can't just go boom and do a great video. I can do it every now and again, but not consistently. And that's where I met you. That's where you came in. So I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it really comes down to a zone of genius, right? So, you know, if, if, for example, if someone listening to this is, is, is a roofer, your zone of genius is not seeing in front of a camera and knowing what to say or writing a script. And, and, and reading a script, right? Your zone of genius is, is selling, it's growing your business, it could be, you know, laying roofs. Uh, whatever it is, it's probably not creating content, right? So I think to have an effective content creation strategy when you are not a content creator, it's about yeah, leveraging your time effectively. So it's, it's, it's not having to think about what to say. It's not having to read scripts. And a lot of these pain points come from, like I said earlier, from my copywriting journey, but also from myself. I remember the first video I shot for the video business, the first video I shot was a three-minute VSL. It was scripted, despite me advertising the fact that the business is, you know, we do unscripted. The actual VSL I created, so the video sales letter, the ad I created for the business. Uh, it took me probably the best part of six hours to do a three-minute video because I just kept stumbling oh, wow. on the words. Yeah, honestly, I, the script, I just could not read the scripts because that's not, I can't do script reading. Uh, I'm better now, but I, I, I rarely do script. You know, I've seen that myself with clients within the, in the copywriting world. You know, they cannot read scripts. They're, they're doing take after take after take after take. Or you can see them reading the lines like that. Or they're looking away, yeah. reading the lines are coming back. It just wasn't, it just doesn't work for most people, right? Most We're not, we're not TV presenters. And teleprompters, <laughs> you know, you try and use a teleprompter and you're trying to catch up with it and then it slows down and it's just yeah. all over the place. So that's a big, big pain point for me personally and <laughs> for a lot of people in. that I work with. <laughs> Yeah, all, all over the place with the with the scripts, and then the ideation. Like I said, you know, that's it's not everyone's zone of genius creating content. So you know, what do I talk about? Because there are only so many things you can talk about. You need to get good at saying the same thing in a hundred different ways, right? So you, you have like ten things you might talk about, but you talk about them from a hundred different angles. Yeah, I just kind of reverse engineered everything as I created this business, and I improved it as I went. I was just thinking of all the pains that people go through, speaking to people about you know what they struggle with. And it, and it was the script reading, it was the creating scripts, it was knowing what to talk about, but it was also the consistency, like you said. So I don't know if you've been guilty of this, but I definitely have as well. You get a flurry of motivation and you create a bunch of content and you post day after day for like two weeks and then you fall off for like a month. Yeah, that happens to all of us for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the consistency is a hard one. So there was that. And then once you've created the video, you've got to post your video and you've got to write copy to go with that you know you've got to write captions to go with that as well so so not only have you had to think about the video think about the topic what to say on the video how to act on the video the hooks of the video do you need call to actions all that stuff you've got to think about when creating a video you've then got to write something about the video to get people to watch it yeah so yeah there's that that as well so we've kind of removed all of that for our clients that don't have marketing teams or, or 
or want us to do so, we actually post for them as well. So we literally removed every single pain point around content creation, pain points I felt myself or pain points I'd, I'd noticed through my clients, uh, removed all of them to make creating consistent videos easy, enjoyable, but also effective, right? Everything I learned as a copywriter, kind of used that to, to help get the best out of people when we do these scriptless virtual recording sessions that I do with you. You know, we, I'll talk to you and I'll get the best out of you. I'll get your hooks. So I'll find the buried things, you know, stuff you might say that doesn't seem relevant to you is super, super interesting. Just really help, help them get the best and, and create the best content possible. Yeah, I love that. Let's talk a little bit more about scriptless. We kind of touched on, it means being natural. It means being yourself. It means we're not looking away, looking back, trying to read words and being stiff as a board. Like that, that's what I've sort of picked up out of it. When I was doing video, like we had a video team, they were cool dudes and everything. I needed to come up with the script, the angle, the concept, all that stuff. And then I'd need to memorize it, perform it, like and I do that on the back end of a, of a really busy day. And sometimes, you, and you've seen me, just just fright, just not up to that. But that's something I, I really valued with, with the way you put things together in terms of your service delivery is that, number one, it's time blocked. So that's a major takeaway for anyone who wants to give this a go themselves is you have to allocate time either once a month, once every two weeks. There has to be time dedicated on your calendar to creating the content. And you need to have those ideas, the concepts, the angles, the hooks pre-done. This is what you provide for me. Um, and you come with, you know, there's, there's so many different great topics and they're ready to rock and roll. And th- so let's talk a little bit more about scriptless and why that's important and just how you put it together. Yeah, absolutely. So I've already kind of uh, shat on scripts a little bit and <laughs> don't get me wrong, like for some people, scripts are a good idea. Uh, don't get me wrong, but very f- yeah, it can work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very few people, mainly psychopaths. For the most part, yeah, yeah, it's mainly psychopaths that are good at reading scripts. Now, in all seriousness, it's not for most people. So, it's not just the removing the awkwardness of reading a script, right? Because I, I did find people that were awkward of reading scripts. They'd jump on a podcast and they'd be really good at talking on a podcast. I'd I'd meet with them on a Zoom meeting yeah. and they'd do really good. So I was like, okay, well, there's something to this. But it also allows you to share share like your genius and your expertise genuine in a genuine way, right? So let's say let's say you're not even writing your own scripts. You're saving time because you're hiring a copywriter to write the scripts for you. You know, my background is copywriting. How how the fuck is a copywriter able to know every single bit of knowledge that you have accumulated over the last, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, how long you you know someone's been in the industry? They can't do that. Even the best copywriters in the world cannot you know, they will not be able to gather every insight and thought pattern and, and experience you've had. So by meeting, just having a topic. So, we, we, you know, we're not just meeting and it's chaos on the calls, right? We have a we have select topics. So for, for you, Matt, you know, it's 20 topics a month. So we've got these 20 topics we'll talk about. And by having conversations and me asking questions and kind of guiding you, we get some really good shit out of that. And that's kind of the, to me, that's the advantage of going scriptless. And, and in a world where as I've said before, AI is going to be used more and more to create scripts. Everyone's doing the same boring content. I think having the ability to extract that authenticity and your unique experiences and worldviews, I think that's that's super powerful. And I think that needs to be done when you create your videos. Um, so I would encourage most people when they're creating their video content to not use scripts all the time uh, and to just try and just ramble. If you're creating it yourself, just ramble for a bit and just have a think about, you know, try to inject your unique views into the stuff you're talking about. Alrighty, so I'd like to sort of, before we wrap things up, I'd love to drop some value to people. Where, where could they get started if they wanted to make three videos today? What, what would you recommend? Is there some hooks? Is there some angles? What would you do? That's, yeah, that's good. Uh, good question. 
I think uh, a good place to start, a, a video I really like is a, uh, what I call like a brag, a direct brag video. It's just telling people what you do and what you've achieved. Because uh, I think my experience with the people I've worked with, a lot of them don't, haven't done that. And I have no idea what they, you know, what they've achieved until we kind of discuss these things. So I think that's a really good video. And it's not coming across like as a douchebag, right? You're not standing in front of a Lamborghini burning cash because you, you know, <laughs> making so much money or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's a good way to frame it, right? It's to talk about your clients instead of you. So our clients, you know, we've been able to help them scale to X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, we've helped, uh, you know, for roofers, for example, we, we've worked with over 200 homes and families in the local community, uh, giving them better roofing, you know, nicer houses and, and blah, 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 whatever it is you do. So I think a direct brag is, it can be a very powerful one because people are almost timid to do it, right? They're, they're almost shy to it. And I've, I've been guilty of that as well. And also, I think a lot of people, especially more successful people, uh, bigger businesses, they might become desensitized to their achievements. So they don't realize actually how amazing their... 20 years in the marketing world has been and all these things they've done are, are very inspirational and incredible and, and also gives them a lot of credibility and authority so yeah i think that's a really good video to make i think a tip video so giving a tip nice and short keep it fairly surface level you don't want to go on and on and on and then you can just have a call to action for more tips so it might be something like here's three ways to increase uh, x y and z whatever it is your target wants to increase or improve so that kind of thing or like for the for like the roofing home uh, home improvement niche it might be here's three types of roofing material you should never have in your house here's why just something that's of interest or useful uh, and valuable to the people uh, and then at the end just tell them hey if you like this give me a follow or if you like this let's you know let's have a chat uh, we can help you out with some more stuff nice sharing something personal i think vul vulnerability is very powerful in video but you have to do it well right if you are coming across as a as a chaotic person just like waving that big red flag like i've got all these issues that is not the way to do vulnerability but if you talk about something like you've struggled with in the past that you managed to overcome it i think that can work very well uh, especially if it's relatable to your audience and if not your own vulnerability then perhaps like a customer's vulnerability a client's vulnerability that you can share that story and show that you are actually a human you have empathy and just connect to people but yeah just I can't stress enough, don't come out with your emotional baggage and your trauma <laughs> online because that's just going to repel people and I see it done and it's just, it's painful to watch sometimes. It's painful to watch. So yeah, that's that's what I do. I do the, the, the brag, the tip and uh, some kind of vulnerability post. Nice. That's, a, that's fantastic. Anyone who doesn't do that, they're crazy. They mustn't want to connect with people, make more money, help some people. you got to do that stuff. With that in mind, Mr. Connor Inch, how can people connect with you? How can they find out more about your service? Obviously, I highly recommend you. I'll say that again. I highly recommend Connor. It's been super powerful for us working with him. Makes the process very seamless, very simple. Uh, the content is fantastic. Makes me look good. I don't hate that. So how can people find you, my man, and, and get more information about you? Uh, it's easy to make you look good, Matt. It's easy. Hey. <laughs> the best way to connect with me is actually just, I, I like Facebook. Uh, I like having conversations with people. So it's just my name, Connor Inch. I, I have an unfortunate last name, so uh, I'm quite easy to find as Inch as in the measurement, so I-N-C-H. If you did want to check out my website, I mean, that doesn't give necessarily the best indication of what I do, but uh, it will give you a rough idea. Uh, it's multiplymymedia.co, uh, that's .co. So that's the best website. But yeah, honestly, the best way is to just connect with me on Facebook uh, and we just talk on there. That's it, really. Beautiful. That's how I do it too. So yeah, if anyone, if you can't get in contact with Connor, just hit me up and I'll connect you guys in a group chat. That's how we do it. Connor is a fellow skull taker, so I'm more than happy to 
connect anyone with him. Well, that's it from from us for another episode of the I Drink From Skulls podcast. Connor, you've been fantastic. Thank you, my man. Thanks, Matt. It's a pleasure. Let's go. I drink from skulls. Drink from the skulls of my enemies.